BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Yoli Childs drives and dumps. Nasty. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. Long three, Haas. Yes! <laughs> TJ Haas! This is Cougar Pregame Live. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our live coverage of BYU basketball begins with Cougar Pregame Live. To lead things off, let's join your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pre-Game Live. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are on the road. They're hanging out in the Pacific Northwest facing the Portland Pilots. The Cougars' conference record, well, it dropped to 10-6 and with last Saturday's 75-62 to loss on the road at San Diego. BYU in that game really struggled from three shooting, just three of 22 from the perimeter. Elijah Bryant, TJ Haas each scored 14 points apiece. Zach Selyus had one of his better game scoring in double figures with 11 points. Yoli Childs dealt with foul trouble all game long finishing with 8 points and 4 rebounds. Now with just 2 games remaining before the conference tournament in Las Vegas next week, this week is all about getting into rhythm, gaining confidence and securing the best seed possible. So right now BYU is in 3rd place in the West Coast Conference but Pacific 1 game back breathing down BYU's neck and by the way, Pacific hosts San Francisco tonight. That is a game we will certainly be following throughout the evening. As for tonight's matchup, BYU began conference play back on December 28th with a game against the Pilots. In that game, BYU won 69-45. to Portland right now, 4-12 and in the WCC. That is, includes dropping its last four games. BYU leads the all-time series 17-2, including having won the last four in a row. So this is a team that BYU historically beats. It is a team in Portland that is struggling right now. This is a very important game. Speaking of that seeding we were talking about a minute ago, this is a very important game for the Cougars, especially when you look at what the regular season finale holds for the Cougars on Saturday as they host Gonzaga. All right, tonight's player interview is with Zach Selyus. And by the way, briefly, Yoli Child, that will be explained once you hear the interview. Uh, Zach's coming off, as I mentioned, an 11-point performance against the Toreros in San Diego last Saturday. I talked with the former Bountiful Brave, and here's our conversation. Practice has been the last couple of days. Coach had mentioned that uh, the Monday practice kind of had to maybe help with the energy and things like that. But overall, how have the last couple of days been? They've been good. You know, we've just been locking in, trying to, you know, bring ourselves back together. You know, it was a tough loss, and be able to come back together as a team, just go out there and compete like normal. When you get to this point in the season, I mean, there's two more regular season games before the conference tournament. You guys have been playing basketball nonstop for months. What is this time of year like as a player? Uh, this time is always kind of a bittersweet time. You know, it's always to the fun time where it's tournament. You know, you're, you're getting ready to, for all these you know, conference tournament, trying to get to the you know, March Madness and all that stuff. But then you know it's coming. the season's coming to an end. And that, you know, it's crazy to think that just a year ago, you know, we're kind of getting ready for this season. Mm-hmm. But now it's coming to the end, so you're just kind of like, all right, let's go. Let's, you know, make the most of it right here and just kind of finish it out. Obviously, and you mentioned, you know, trying to come back from the loss at San Diego. You had actually one of your, your better games at San Diego. What, what was working so well for you last Saturday? Um, you know, it's just normal. It's yeah. just, you know, you make a shot and, you know, things get better after you make one shot. You know, you get more confident. And so just after you make one, you, the rest kind of seem to go in. 
Coach Rose was talking a minute ago about the fact that, you know, while the team overall is struggling a little bit with its shots, one of the things he likes is that you guys are still taking the right shots. You guys are still in the right places, taking the right shots. They're just not falling. Does that make it more or less frustrating that you guys are doing what you're supposed to do and they're just not falling? Um, no, because it's, it's kind of tricky because, you know, you want to you want to shoot those shots because mm-hmm. you know those are your shots. Those are the shots that you're going to get in games. And when they don't go in, you know, the only thing you can think of is, all right, next time mm-hmm. we're just going to have to shoot it again. You know, and that's just kind of how we play and just how we go. You know, you just got to you just gotta shoot it. You know, shoot or shoot, right? Yeah. So, I mean, well, and that's, I mean, especially for a guy like you who is a shooter, I mean, like you can't let missing a couple of shots get in your head because, like you said, shoot or shoot, you've just got to keep taking them. Right, exactly. You know, you just got to go out there and you just got to be confident as much as you can and be able to just do it. It's been a really long time since you guys played Portland. It was the very first conference game of the year way back at the end of December. What do you remember from that game, or is that too long ago? You've had too many games in between. Oh, it was a long time ago. Like, I don't even, like, remember the game, to be honest. Well, you won. Yeah, we won, apparently. <laughs> no, but they're a good team, good shooting team, you know, good all-around team. Oh, they're... It's kind of hard to remember yeah. all of the things, but you know we just got to be able to come out and play like we normally play, just play our game. You faced a lot of teams this year that one of their key attributes is they like to shoot the ball from the perimeter. And they like to take a lot of perimeter shots. That's one of the things Portland does. What's what's the key in defending that? Um, I think it's just sticking to our concepts, sticking to what how we play defense and how we do it, and just being able to stay connected as a team. And to be able to trust in each other, you know, we have to trust in each other on offense. You just got to do the same thing on defense, and know that everyone's going to make some play. And so you just got to follow what they do. One more road game, and then uh, you guys get uh, your final home game. You only childs. Here's the thing. This is what I love about you only childs. I think we've done. He's probably made an appearance on the pregame show like three or four times. Do you want to be part of the pregame show interviews? Uh, I'm Eli. <laughs> you, got the, you got the wrong one. No, I got to go. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I don't. Uh, but yeah, one last road game, and I mean, you kind of looking forward to kind of getting that one last road game out of the way before the season's over. You no, know, like I said earlier, it's it's tough because you know you don't want it to be over. Right. You don't want that season to be over. But it's also nice because then you don't have to worry about traveling and doing all that stuff. So it's just kind of the point where you want to. You want to go, and you want to be able to go and compete and play, and you know, because who doesn't love basketball? You know, it's just it's nice to be able to be home and that stuff too to play. You guys go to Portland. Do you guys try and make it to the Nike store? Is that like on the is that like on the priority list, or is that not something that you guys get to do very often? Um, well, the year I was here, we didn't go out there, so <laughs> I don't know about this trip. So I don't think so. So how's everything else going for you? School, everything away from basketball. Things going well for you right now? Yeah, things are going great. School's great. You no know, family's great. Everything's going good. Good luck against Portland on Thursday. Thanks. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, that was Zach Spellius. Always appreciate talking with Zach. And again, another special appearance by Yoli Childs. And it's funny because usually where these interviews take place, it's down in the lower level of the Marriott Center. And so I kind of pull the uh, the players to the side because sometimes while I'm doing those interviews, head coach Dave Rose is, is talking to the media. So we want to make sure that we're not too loud and interrupting what's going on. So we kind of go over to the side. And it's always funny that whoever I'm talking to, Yoli Childs kind of makes his way around. And all of a sudden you kind of feel like somebody's looking over your shoulder. And I turn around and there's, there's Yoli and uh, trying to, to slip up Zach. 
Zach and you know make him laugh and all that kind of stuff. So I always appreciate Yoli jumping in on the uh, the pregame uh, interviews here on Cougar Pregame Live. Who knows? Maybe maybe we'll have Yoli as the actual pregame guest coming up uh, for Saturday's game against Gonzaga. Who knows? We'll we'll see what happens. But appreciate Zach uh, and his oper- and the chance that uh, that uh, he took to to talk to me. And again, coming off a nice performance against San Diego, eleven points in the loss. It really is a big deal if he can get going and and start hitting the perimeter shot. Just really not even the three, but that's certainly what he can do. But just get going and have that type of performance. That can pay huge dividends for BYU as they uh, make their way to Vegas and then uh, see uh, what happens. Coming up next, we are going to head to the Child Center. That's where the Portland Pilots play. They're hosting the Cougars tonight. It's our courtside conversation. Mark Durant not on the broadcast tonight. In his place, Terry Nashif. We will talk with the former Cougar coming up next. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Counting you down to tip-off with Cougar Pregame Live. 75-66, a Zuck attack in Provo. Now, let's rejoin your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back in. It is Cougar Pregame Live. Get you ready for BYU basketball on the road at Portland. As my friend Jerem Jordan likes to say, it's a ball night. Indeed, it is Cougars on the road. It's time for our courtside conversation. In for Mark Durant tonight, once again, Terry Nash, a former Cougar player, former Cougar coach, filling in for Mark on the broadcast tonight with Greg Rubel. Hello, Terry. How are you? Shep, doing great. Doing great. It's great to be in Portland and... uh... Excited to visit with you and work with Greg tonight. Yeah, this is just your old kind of your old stomping ground. You're very familiar. You kind of grew up in this area over in Vancouver, correct? Absolutely. Uh, played here in high school. Uh, been here quite a few times. Seems like just yesterday, Chris Miles invited his whole mission to this <laughs> arena for the uh, BYU game. So, uh, love this place. Nice. Uh, well, let's uh, let's look back. And, and by the way. Uh, I want to make sure that everyone is aware of what is going on right now. We'll, we do scores on our next segment. I want to make sure people get this score right now. You and I were just talking about this in the break. 16.45 to go in the second half in San Diego, where BYU played on Saturday. The Toreros have a five-point lead over number six, Gonzaga, 46-41. to 41. So right now, San Diego is leading Gonzaga by five. So with that in mind... BYU was at San Diego this past Saturday, and the glaring stat from that game that BYU ended up losing was that the Cougars shot 3 of 22 from 3. BYU had the looks, but they just couldn't get the shots to fall. What is your opinion as to why the Cougars seem to be hot and cold from game to game, specifically from 3? I think that happens with, uh, that's that's part of basketball. Um, you look at the stats from Saturday, and Eli was 2 for 10, and he's a 40 percent three-point shooter so that uh that's a little bit abnormal um you look also that it was an afternoon game that's a little bit different second of a two-game swing um staying in the same hotel or the same area uh it's a little bit different there's a lot of different things and then san diego came out well and uh sometimes when one guy's missing or a couple guys are missing they're waiting for someone to make them and kind of take the lid off and that didn't quite happen against san diego but that's part of basketball uh they're taking good shots they're taking the right ones and they'll fall and i think they'll fall tonight 
You know, and that's interesting, and I don't know if you heard the interview that I had with Zach. I, I brought that up because right before I interviewed Zach, uh, I was in with the general media with Coach Rose, and he was talking about the fact that the team is taking good shots. They're taking the shots that they want them to take. So as a coach, you can't really complain. I mean, certainly you want them to go down, but the, the biggest thing you want is for the guys to be making the right plays and taking the right shots, and that seems to be happening. Absolutely. You, wanna, you want the right shots. Uh, from the right guys, and uh, I also did feel as a coach that if they didn't make the right, if they didn't make the shot, it wasn't the right call, and it wasn't the right guy shooting it. But uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's one of those things where you see one go in, and we saw Eli, Eli do that here last year. He saw a couple go in, and then they just all went in. And it's great to see Zach watch a few go in, and I think he's had a great week of practice, and wouldn't be surprised if he knocked some down tonight as well. So uh, it's it's part of basketball, it's part of shooting. And I like the shots they're taking, and uh, they'll fall tonight. Including tonight's game, there are two games remaining before the WCC tournament next week in Vegas. Besides winning the games, obviously, what are coaches trying to accomplish this week in preparation for the conference tourney? I think one is the, the teams that are the most successful in the tournament are the closest teams. And I think that getting your team close uh, with a common goal, common objective. That's really important this last week going in. Obviously, you want to be competing for a championship in the West Coast Conference. That that leaves you know early on with usually the winner only losing one or two games. And so that's out the window. You want to get your guys together. You want them to be fighting. You want them to have your or you want to have their ear and them listening to you. And coach has that. And uh, like I said, a great week of practice this week and looking forward to great things tonight. As a former player. I'm interested with this because the the grind of a season, I'm not sure that people realize just how much of a grind it is. And I think the word grind is the right term to use. But as a former player, can you explain to the listeners what it's like at this time of year for players in terms of just how exhausted you are both physically and mentally? Well, you've been going at it for a lot of months in a row. And uh, a big thing in this league is there isn't a bye week. And, Shep, we noticed a difference um, when that changed uh, with, from the Mountain West to the West Coast Conference. In the first few years here, we did have a bye week. But when you have a bye week, you're going straight through every Thursday, every Saturday, and it is a grind. And uh, there's times it looks like BYU needs a bye week. You need a couple days to get your body to rest. You need a couple days where you're not listening to the coaches. You need a couple days getting away from your teammates. And that isn't the case. They'll have a little bit of that next week, uh, maybe the first couple days of the week since they don't play till the weekend. But the, the bye week is really important because your bodies are hurting. Mentally, you're drained. You, you just see scouting report after scouting report. And uh, I think Coach has done some things this week to, to keep him fresh and uh, make sure that he's got their ear, and I think he, he definitely does. Terry Nashiff joining me from the Child Center, site of tonight's BYU game at Portland, filling in for Mark Durant on the broadcast tonight. You'll hear Terry with Greg Rubel coming up a little bit later on. Portland is a team that likes to shoot the three ball. The Cougars have faced several teams this year who have that as an attribute. What do you think is the key when facing a team like that defensively? I think they're going to shoot them, and uh, you need to make sure that they're contested as much as possible. And then a really big key with a team that shoots a lot of three-pointers is to uh, eliminate second-chance points. And um, go get that ball. Make sure it's one shot and out. Uh, long shots, long rebounds. Get all the loose balls and uh, no loose ball fouls in that situation. Um, contest them. Rush them. And uh, hopefully they miss a couple. And just what happened to us against uh, San Diego on Saturday happens to them. And pretty soon they just can't make them, can't get the lid off of it. And uh, we've built a lead and, and can bury them. 
Are there any specific matchups that you think BYU has the biggest advantage tonight? And maybe it's more than one, and it, and it probably is, quite honestly. Well, if Eli plays like he did last year, I don't think anybody can stop him. Um, obviously, that's uh, not something that you expect every game, but Portland does a few things defensively that are different, and uh, they're going to face guard, and it's going to be it's going to be a tricky kind of defense that BYU hasn't seen a ton of. I'm interested to see how that matchup goes with with Portland's defense and uh, BYU's offense and how they handle it. Normally, with these type of defenses, if you attack it early, uh, it gets that team on their heels, and you can really score consistently. Um, the you know on the other side of that. If you don't attack it early, then they get confidence in it. You start questioning it. And so we'll, I'll be interested to see that matchup. Portland's defense, uh, face guarding, junking it up a little bit versus uh, BYU's steady offense. You know, and it's interesting, especially, and this is, like, this is not unique to BYU. When teams have really strong starts or come out shooting the ball well and things are going right, you know, things usually go well for them. But it does seem like for BYU, that when they come out and, and struggle early, that you know they're kind of playing catch up. But when they when they come out and have a really nice start, it, it kind of calms everything down. How important is that for this group? Do you think? I think it's really important. Um, Greg tweets out the stats about halftime leads and things like that, and and we haven't had the lead that we wanted at halftime recently because um, you want that at every game. But it's really important tonight. Get off to a good start. Get the lead at half, and then uh, Portland will start questioning. They'll know what to do. They've only won a few games in conference and so then that feels normal to them um you put a bunch of byu fans in here that are here already so their gym's more full than normal and then you give them a lead at half they don't feel that and they'll get excited and they'll be able to hang around so i look for them to uh for byu to go out and to start hot and uh, get a lead make portland feel um like it's just like another game they know what to do and and go from there Last thing for you, Terry. What type of game do you expect tonight? How do you, what do you expect in terms of how this game plays out? I think we've talked about it a little bit. I, I see it early. Portland's defense, uh, face guarding things. I think BYU will attack it. Uh, great officiating crew tonight, veteran crew. And uh, they'll get to the line, uh, get a lead, and then build on that throughout the game. I think BYU will control this game throughout and uh, starts with a good start. Terry, you're the man. Appreciate the insight. Great stuff. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in a few minutes. Thanks, Shep. There we go. Terry Nash, if on the broadcast tonight, filling in for Mark Durant. You'll hear Terry and Gregor Bell coming up in just a few minutes. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college basketball. We'll let you know what the uh, most updated score is with San Diego hosting Gonzaga. Plus, we'll check in with the top 25 college hoops. It's all next. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive pregame coverage of BYU basketball continues. As we rejoin the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Getting you ready for BYU and Portland tonight from the Child Center in Portland, Oregon. Welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live. Shep with you. We'll get you up to the Child Center. Coming up in a few minutes with Greg Rubel and Terry Nash. If in the meantime, let's check in on scores in the West Coast Conference. Games going on right now. This is one that I uh, gave you a score when I was talking with Terry. Let's update it. San Diego hosting number six, Gonzaga. There's 12 minutes to go in the second half. San Diego maintaining a five-point lead. It is 51 
to 46. We'll see if the Toreros can hang on for another 12 minutes and upset the sixth-ranked Bulldogs. Don't forget, win or lose, Gonzaga is going to be at the Marriott Center for the regular season finale coming up on Saturday evening. Elsewhere, number 22, St. Mary's hosting Pepperdine. The Gales with a 23-10 lead over the Waves. Ten and a half minutes to go in the first half. LMU with a one-point lead at Santa Clara at 16-15. to And the game that uh, BYU fans should be paying attention to, besides San Diego and Gonzaga, San Francisco at Pacific. Remember, Pacific right now one game behind BYU in the standings. BYU trying to lock up third place, the third seed heading into Vegas. Pacific trying to make sure that uh, they're keeping things close. San Francisco with a three-point lead at 17-14. to So... BYU fans, what you're hoping for is that the Dons can win at Pacific tonight. That would, If BYU were to win, that would lock up the third seed heading into Vegas regardless of what happens on Saturday. And then, obviously, our game is the late game tonight in the conference. Top 25 action. Oregon State hosting number 14, Arizona. The Wildcats with a 42-38 lead. It is number 23, Houston, with the 55-49 lead at Memphis. Number nine, Purdue, one at Illinois, 93-86. to It was Cincinnati, 11th ranked in the country, winning at home over UConn, 77-52. All right, BYU women's basketball, they are hosting Portland tonight at the Marriott Center. They are nearing the end of the third quarter, and this has been an absolutely dominating performance by the BYU Cougars. They have a 30-point lead nearing the beginning of the fourth quarter. It is 59-29 for the Cougars. It is senior night. It's the final regular season home game for BYU. And a couple of the seniors, uh, Cassie DeVagere has 13 points. Another senior, Malia Nawahine, with 20 points. Amanda Wayman is the third senior that uh, was honored tonight. Right now, just total domination by the BYU Cougars. 62-29 is the updated score as they head to the fourth quarter. Coming up, a little bit later on tonight, 9.35 p.m. Mountain Time, 11.35 p.m. Eastern. It is BYU Baseball. They begin a four-game series at Hawaii. Jordan Wood will take the mound for the Cougars tonight. And the women's softball team taking on Tennessee and Mizzou today, a doubleheader. And the Cougars drop both. Tennessee defeats BYU in the first game 13-0. And then the Cougars lose to Mizzou 8-6 in the second game. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we're going to get you to the Child Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. We've got a lot of individual guys who have actually found themselves and are really contributing to our team. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Science Bank. We haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Childs Center on the campus of the University of Portland. As tonight, the Cougars open their final weekend of West Coast Conference play by paying a visit to the Pilots. BYU and Portland meeting eight weeks 
after their first get-together to open the conference campaign. I'm Greg Grubel. I'll have play-by-play for you tonight. Joined courtside by former BYU player and coach Terry Nashiv. Terry sitting in for Mark Durant tonight. And Terry, great to uh, be back with you courtside. And you're in your hometown neck of the woods. Should be a fun one tonight. Uh, BYU's generally had a good history in this building. Elijah Bryant, of course, had a huge game here last year. But Portland has played some excellent games against BYU on these home hardwoods. It's great to be here in Portland. Uh, love this city. And uh, you're exactly right, Greg. Last year, Elijah, it was a special performance. And uh, a lot of these games are surrounded by a Gonzaga game. Sometimes uh, a big game, big win in Spokane. Come to Portland, and it's a different game. One thing to, to take note is there's a lot more fans in this gym than normal for B, for uh, Portland games. And it is BYU fans, but it gives it a different feel for them. We'll see how they respond tonight. And it also is uh, Portland's senior night, so some home sentiment that way as well. Coming up next, we'll hear from BYU head coach Dave Rose when the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from snowy and cold Portland, Oregon on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. Oh, a nice starter step right to the rim. Flood score again. Josh here, Harden. That was pretty. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. All right, so welcome back inside the Child Center here in Portland as BYU and Portland meet for the 20th time, all time. BYU has won 17 of the previous 19 meetings, including the last four and eight of the last nine. Almost two months ago, the Cougars beat the Pilots 69-45 in Provo in the conference opener for both teams. BYU a win away from securing no worse than a third-place finish in the West Coast Conference. Portland already locked into a WCC tournament first-round game a week from tomorrow, but the Pilots are playing for pride and two seniors on their senior night. After today's Childs Center shoot-around, I asked Coach Dave Rose about his team's primary objectives when playing the Pilots. Well, you know, they've... uh... They've become a really, really good scoring team as far as balance is concerned. They've got really good balance and uh, one of the best transition offensive teams uh, in the country, actually, as far as the way that they, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the efficiency that they have in transition. So that's the number one thing is that we've got to get the ball stopped under control. And then they've got what I consider to be two elite shooters. You know, um, they've got four or five guys who can make shots, but this McSwiggin and... Uh, and uh, Tyson are two guys right now, especially that um, you know are really shooting it well from deep, and they don't don't need a lot of time to get it off. And those are the guys they kind of find in transition that make it really tough. I think we get them we get them in a half court, five on five, and I think we we'll, we'll be able to do a good job. But trying to find them when the ball's live and everybody's trying to recover, that's that's going to be a challenge. And uh, you know Tyson, and I think he's 21 for 34 in his last from three in his last few games, and McSwiggin shooting right close to 45% from three on the year. So, you know, those are two guys that we really got to be be uh, aware of shooting the ball. And then their guards are really good with the ball in their hands. The Shaver and JoJo, I mean, they're, they're guys that walk. Uh, and and Terry's kid, uh, the Porter kid, can really drive it. So, um, I, I I really I lean towards our defensive matchup and how we can handle that and uh, and know that we've got to make shots. I mean, that's been the challenge for us, and we, that's what we got to do. If you were to watch, say, their last game, the St. Mary's game, and just take that in isolation, you'd probably see you're looking at a team that has more than four league wins. They play really well. Yeah, and, and a lot of those games are that way. They've, they've played a lot of two, you know, four-point games, yeah, yeah. the game at Pacific, same way, you know. So 
um, you know, I, I think it's a young team, and, and you know, it's a team that's uh, you know just trying to figure out how to finish games, and and uh, you know, hopefully for us that uh, you know we can play a complete game with better balance. That's 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 a big big uh, emphasis. I, I hope for our guys that we get more guys involved, more guys with confidence. The second time through, I think these teams are doing a really good job of. Of uh, you know leaning on on Yo and, and Eli and making it a little bit tougher and the other guys have advantages they have opportunities we just need to be more aggressive and take advantage of them. Yeah, seeing as those two guys Yo and Eli had double doubles against Portland last time, would you expect them to be pretty well focused on not letting that happen again and giving those other guys chances? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, and then then they watched you know uh, the whole league play. It's it's been interesting you know because at one time uh, Terry had gone to playing fourteen. Uh, you know, and 15 together, and uh, you know, and now they now they're back to a smaller lineup because Tyson's shooting the ball so well. He's playing so many minutes, and you know, it's senior night for Hartwich and and uh, Tyson, so that'll be a big part of this emotion, especially the first few minutes of the game. So. Um, you know, I, I, I hopefully our guys are, are ready. Hopefully we're confident. Hopefully we're together and we can, you know, uh, play a really competitive game here. A week from today, you're heading to Las Vegas probably. Uh, what do you really want to see out of your guys beyond a couple of wins here to get you in the right space and place for tournament play? Well, I, I, I just believe that, that you know, we, we, we have a way that we play and we're really good in that. And, and, and it's not... You know, it, it's not where we just rely on a guy or two. And, and that's what I think the balance of our offensive attack, the balance of our, our defensive connection being together. Uh, I'd like to see us really um, uh, play with an emotion and urgency where the main thing is we're connected and then watch the rest of the game just kind of play out. All right, Coach, well, good luck against the uh, pilots here tonight at Childs. We'll talk to you post game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. The Cougar tip-off show is coming your way next, live from Portland, Oregon, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. Shot to score! Dalton Nixon! Right to the rim, up and the Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by your local Utah Honda dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Courtside seats and join Mark Durant along with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Hello, good late Thursday evening, Cougar Nation, as tonight to BYU plays its penultimate regular season game in Portland, game one of a two-game weekend set, which will conclude Saturday when Gonzaga visits the Marriott Center on BYU's senior night, but they have no seniors. Uh, tonight's the night the uh, Portland Pilots honor their departing seniors, and BYU's out to spoil that particular party. Greg Rubel, former BYU player and assistant coach Terry Nashen, sitting in for Mark Durant. We're coming to you from courtside here at the Child Center in Portland. BYU Basketball Media Relations Director. Director Kyle Chilton helping out with stats. Jason Shepard, of course, our studio host. And our control board operator is Carter Malloy. Good to have you with us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Our satellite flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, where we are heard coast to coast. Our terrestrial radio flagship is KSL News Radio. We're also on network affiliates in Idaho and Utah and around the world online at BYURadio.org, BYUCougars.com, KSL.com, and then the apps, the BYU Radio app, the BYU Cougars app, the KSL 
KSL app, the TuneIn app, however you are tuning in tonight. Good to have you along. Well, BYU comes into tonight's game a little up and down of late to 4-4 four and four in the last eight games. And in seven of those eight, the Cougars have been playing from behind at halftime. Slow start to challenge in recent weeks. So Terry, every coach would like to feel that his team's peaking with postseason play around the corner. Historically, BYU has played some of its best basketball in February. Maybe not as much right now at this point in the season, in part because BYU's been kind of necessarily really reliant on a core of two or three guys when ideally you've got a few more guys contributing at this point of the year. Now, no doubt, Terry, the, the departures of Eric Mika and Nick Emery are still being felt, and other personnel losses come into it. BYU's not as deep as they would have hoped to be for this season, but it's time, and Dave Rose really needs this, and he talks about it, needing everyone to do just a little bit more to give BYU a better chance to actually make some noise here down the stretch. Some great points there, Greg. It's really important coming down the stretch to have everybody playing well, playing together. Uh, a little bit of a bright spot with Zach making some shots at San Diego. Hopefully that carries over tonight. He's a guy that has done it before, uh, maybe waiting for more of that this season, and maybe that was the start of it on Saturday. Uh, more guys can step up, and all it does is take one game for a few players to make a few more plays, and then pretty soon that momentum carries into the postseason. Tonight might be that night. All right, break time. When we come back to Portland, we'll hear from Portland assistant coach Bob Cantu as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off show. Face it up. No. The tip. No. The follow. Yes. Oh. Let's head back live to courtside. All right, so getting you ready for BYU and Portland. Fifth of five games on tonight's WCC slate. Uh, the one the most, the most intriguing game right now is getting late at Jenny Craig. Gonzaga 58, San Diego 58. The Toreros have been turned on after their weekend win over BYU. Zags now take a one-point lead, 59-58, to as the Zags look to... Uh, at least take a step toward another conference championship. Well, BYU comes up. Portland comes into tonight's game slumping a little bit. The Pilots have dropped four straight, including back-to-back home games. They were held to a season-low 45 in a loss at BYU late in December. Now, short time ago, I got to sit down with Portland assistant coach Bob Cantu to get a read on where his team is since BYU last saw the Pilots eight weeks ago tonight. Well, you know, we've played a lot of different lineups between that first game of the year and now, and we've kind of settled in on a new lineup of recent. Uh, now, tonight's senior night, so you're going to see Demarcus Tyson starting as a senior who primarily been coming off the bench and really accepting that role. He's leading our league in three-point percentage and having a great senior year. And, and Phil Partwich being our other senior who's helped us inside with shot blocking and rebounding. Uh, we're going to bring uh, McSwiggin off the bench, uh, who's started every game this year. So uh, I think the biggest difference is that Marcus Shaver has probably emerged as a consistent scorer for us and somebody that we can really rely on to get us the basket. Um, I think when we played you guys the first time, we were still kind of f- filling out you know, seven, our top seven that had no div- Division One experience and trying to see who, who are we, what are our strengths. And um, I felt like we just came out and had a poor start. Uh, that made it made it a little comeback if you remember and we had a couple looks that cut it cut it to one and weren't able to get over that hump and uh, and then the game got out of hand at the end but I think we're better than our record and we've played uh, better recently that's what I would say too uh, you look at the four and 12 record but then you see how you've played particularly the last two weeks the losses you're having are a two-point game a two-point game Santa Clara's closer than the final margin because the fouls at the end and even St. Mary's uh, I, I thought that, that that was as well as anybody played them in quite some time 
Yeah, we played well against St. Mary's. You know, we were really limited because all of our bigs were in foul trouble trying to guard Jock. And um, so we were kind of in somewhat of a scramble towards the end of the game and having to play small. But, you know, I thought we had a good game plan and we executed it well. Uh, we had a key technical foul. Uh, then we got a technical on the bench and, and it just kind of unraveled from there. But overall, if we just look at the body of work, uh, we've had productive minutes, um, you know, and the last two, three weeks, we go to San Francisco and really should have been a game. You should have won going away and give it up by two. And then we lose at the buzzer UOP after being up three and fouling a three-point shooter. So just little bonehead mistakes like that you have with a, a young team with no experience, you know, all freshmen, sophomores, and just, you know, a couple seniors that have been around but statistically haven't haven't contributed as much. But it's a work in progress. But uh, I think any fan of ours sees the big picture and, sees maybe where you know we could turn the corner down the road okay your thoughts on this uh, BYU team that comes in uh, four and four in their last eight well I, I love your team I mean I think you guys have some good talent you don't have as much depth as maybe you've had in the past but you know having Childs and Brian those two guys you know inside and outside attack is just tremendous and you, know, you got to pick your battles you know are you gonna, are you gonna double inside how are you gonna guard the perimeter I think the key guy tonight will be Hawes. You know, uh, he's averaging 12, but he's capable of getting 30 in a night. And uh, we've got a, we've done a good job, if you looked at our games, of taking out key scores. But it was also always the third or fourth option that had a night. Um, we Maya, Santa Clara, things yeah, like that. Yeah, Fegan. We held him two points at halftime, but the big fellow's got 11 and ends with 23. He's averaging five. You know, things like that. But I see Haas being a guy that we really got to do a job on. Um, and then, you know, a couple of these guys off the bench just making sure that they don't, you know, make shots they normally wouldn't make. But um, I think, you know, we're hoping for a competitive game. Uh, you guys definitely have, you know, more experience. Um, and we're just, you know, a young team that's growing. But we have nothing to lose. We're just kind of out here to play and see if we can, you know, maybe get an upset. Yeah, finally, Bob, you guys are locked into one of the first-round games in Las Vegas. Uh, mindset between now and getting to the tournament? Uh, mindset is just to get better. You know, obviously we want to win these next two games, but we want to be playing or at least feel like we're playing our best basketball as we get to Vegas next Friday against Loyola Marymount. And, you know, we have a home game here, senior night, and then going to Pepperdine for our last game, a team that we already beat. Uh, I'd like to find a way to get both those wins and then go play in a neutral court and see what happens. And, you know, March Madness, you never know. A team gets hot, foul trouble, a lot of crazy things can happen. But that's our goal is just try to improve on weaknesses, have carryover from our film sessions, have carryover from our practices, and just try to play a good game. Well, Coach, thanks for your time. Preview as always. We'll see you in Vegas. All right. Thank you. All right, that is Portland assistant coach Bob Cantu. Time now for our You Be the Judge feature, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. We have more BYU Hoops trivia for you tonight. Here's this evening's question. This native of the state of Oregon is BYU's third all-time leading scorer. Who is he? The answer coming up next as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Portland, Oregon, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Oswald drive it to give to Yoli. Yoli with the thump and another and one opportunity. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel at courtside. 
Right, the BYU and Portland just moments away. First up, the answer in tonight's You Be the Judge trivia question brought to you by Legally Mine. Here's a question. This native of the state of Oregon is BYU's third all-time leading scorer. Who is he? Coach Nash, you want to have a run at this one? Uh, I'm going to go with Danny Ainge. That's correct. Out of Eugene, Oregon. The two-sport star, Danny Ainge, third all-time leading scorer. It means there are two guys ahead of him, two guys that you coached. It's amazing to think that. You know, you heard for so many years he was the leading scorer, and then as it came closer with Jimmer and then also with Tyler, and it's amazing that they were able to uh, score more points than him. All right, closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar tip-off show rolls on. Touch pass, Celius, three. Got it! Zach Celius makes it a one-point game. Let's head back live to courtside. All right, time now for the Timpanogos Regional Hospital Injury Report. The Timpanogos Regional Hospital Emergency Room is prepared to treat injuries of all kinds close to home. Just text ER to 23,000 for current ER wait times. No new injuries of note. Yoli Child's off that knee tweak two games ago. Feeling all right. Back home, recovering from knee and ankle procedures, respectively, are Ryan Andrews and Braden Shaw. Tip-off and starting lineups coming your way next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.